stop hanging out with idiots. Stop doubting yourself. Stop drinking alcohol and doing drugs. Stop wasting time. Start reading books. Start seeking information on a regular basis. Start closing your mouth and opening your mind. Start working out. Start being healthy. Start lifting heavy things in the morning and choosing better foods. You can change shit immediately with a decision. You go work on yourself, you go build a relationship with yourself, you freaking go get to know yourself. You make a lot of decisions, you make a lot of choices. You grow and develop yourself. You build the foundation, which is you. You wanna see massive change in your life? Where do I start? In the mirror. Gotta start with yourself. fucking with shit, Jay? Because I'm the type of nigga that fuck with shit, man. Come on. Makes sense. What's good, my boy? Nothing if you ask me. Man, that's <clears throat> spirit I like to hear. Hey, man. It's December. <laughs> it is December. How'd the game see. go Friday? Oh shit! Yeah, he uh, he was the leading scorer. He had a uh, thirteen. Um, when I watched it, you know, he 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 did some pretty good things. You know, like he he made the most out of the minutes that he he received. So, um, you know, for that first for that first um district game, that's a good way to come out, especially as a senior. Come out, let him know, like, hey, like I take this game serious, you know. Uh, y'all, I, I sent you that uh, that tweet, right, about um them being in last place. Like the prediction for the Montgomery County Schools basically has Grand Oaks in last place, and um yeah, like the coach even showed them. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and send it to you real quick because it's uh To me, to me, it's 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 good motivation, but at the same time, I think that it shows that y'all don't have the type of respect that y'all technically could have if y'all had a better coach. I think this is more in line with the fact that y'all coach is just garbage and it doesn't have anything to do with the talent. They just see that y'all like coach terribly, so they're like, even out of all these schools, like, I mean, you're talking about a school that has at least I want to say the whole start lineup is returning varsity. A lot of times mm -hmm. when you look at it from that perspective, you can at least confidently say, okay, these, a lot of these cats are returning. So they, they're used to the pressure. They they're, they're used to this level. So they should have a decent shot. You got schools that have their starting lineup, maybe only two or three returning varsity and blah, 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 but their coach better. I mean, even to me, honestly, look, watching that game, Conroe was coached better. They just wasn't hitting their shots. And I've been having this conversation all week. Like, these kids, it's not Steph Curry's fault that everybody <laughs> wants to. It's not, it's not Steph Curry's fault that he figured out a way to play the game that suited him and is most effective for him. Mm -hmm. He's... In all honesty, I mean, I understand there's people out there that believe LeBron James is the GOAT, but I'm going to tell you let me, I'm gonna tell you my argument towards that now that I have a new one towards that. He may be a, he may be a GOAT 
in regards to how he actually impacts the court and how he took over the game at such a young age. But I can actually say that when I really compare like goats, one goat to another, even started from Dr. J to Michael Jordan to Kobe, the one familiar thing that they all have in common is, and even I'd even throw Iverson in the mix. The way that they actually changed the game to where if you were playing pickup ball, you were you were probably playing with somebody that thought they were them. You played with somebody that thought they was Dr. J back in the day. You played with somebody that thought they was Jordan or or Iverson with the crossover or even Kobe. You never played with somebody that thought they was LeBron. You know what I'm saying? You never I look walked. At, I look I look at it from a different perspective. Go I ahead. look at it as 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 their game changers. Like you said, Curry changed the game to 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 fit him. LeBron just used his talents to excel at the game. There was and no, people, and people couldn't people couldn't mimic it. There was nothing. There, and, I, and I'm not saying that there's nothing unique about his game, but there wasn't something about his game that stood out to where people were like, "Oh, LeBron!" Like you you walking on, like you literally shooting the ball in a trash a ball of trash into a trash can, and you yelling Kobe. You know what I'm saying? I've even been on court with people sometimes with some big men sometimes that thought they was a larger one. Like they was trying to move. I'm just saying, like no, I get it. I get it. There's no knock on LeBron. I'm just saying, like you you want that Iverson crossover. You want you want the MJ fadeaway. Or you know, you Kobe, you taking the last shot. You yeah. wanted to do the up and, and under the backboard like like um Dr. Like Dr. J. J. Yeah. You want to least... shoot you want to shoot the, the three and turn around before it go in like stuff. Like, yeah. It even take, there's, there's no signature LeBron thing. It isn't. It just isn't. And and even now, like I would say that KD and Steph are low key, somewhat one in the same. To where I think some people that like like because my son's favorite player is KD, and I'd be telling him like I'm like he might be your favorite player, but you don't step on the court with the confidence like KD has. Like KD is gonna step on the court with a certain type of confidence and swag that. Let you know, like, like KD is just a smart player. Like, he scored 51 points, and I just keep pointing out to people, like, he didn't shoot that many threes. He shot a reasonable amount of threes to score 51 points. But he really mm-hmm. didn't shoot that many threes. He's a seven-footer. Like, he's a seven-footer, and he he handles the ball like a two-guard. Like, and, and to me, KD's a really I'm-going-to-let-the-game-come-to-me kind of guy. Real talk. And I think, he, I think that's how he wants to play. But a lot of the times his teammates are like, let me give it to KD. Now we got 10 seconds. Let him bail us out. Honestly. Honestly. And and once again, right now the game is being played the way Steph Curry plays the game. And like I said, I, I saw my son's mm-hmm. school shoot 33s in one game. I and I've the meant the and I've I've watched every game this season on the app where I'm, I'm able to watch it. And I think the least amount of threes they've shot in a game is maybe somewhere between 12 and 15. And that's just wild to me because I've, I was watching – who did North Carolina play last night? Um, Kentucky. Lie. They played Kentucky last night. And North Carolina, I think I forgot who they said was the number one college they, – they, they're the number one team in the country – for made threes in games. And you know how many you know how many threes that is in one game? Eight. You're telling me North Carolina? Really? Yeah, they they eight is like like efficient. Like think about that from an efficiency standpoint. 
Like to make eight a game is a college high. D one. And think about how many threes they probably have to shoot in order to get eight. They're probably shooting twenty five. And you have a high school yeah, team shooting thirty. That's just poor coaching, bro. Like you, you like well, it's. it's it, I mean, and you witnessed coaching, it with your own eyes. Coaching is clearly asinine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw it with your own eyes, it's, it, and that's why I'm like, you know, I don't. I mean, I've seen like I, I enjoy watching my son play AAU basketball because like the coaches are good. They're way more passionate. They don't play him just to play him. Them coaches not scared of me. You know what I'm saying? Like if they, shit. Hey, you man, if they if they want you, they coming to get you. They gonna say, hey, I want you on my team, and you know you feel wanted there. You know what I'm saying? It's not just some um meeting a quota type thing. Because I honestly, man, public school, the public school system is nothing like it was when we were in school. Jay, I know we are some years apart, but public school is like I don't know what they have going on right now. But I would be scared for anybody that has a kid going through public school right now, even if they're, if they, whether they're a student athlete in band, you know, trying to do ROTC, like the way America is changing and the direction America is going in, like it's just best if you have your own ideals, your own type of morals, if that's your thing, I think it's just best for, for kids to either be homeschooled or private school. And I would, and I would severe, I would, I would bet the hell out that private school before I put them in that private school or charter school, however you want to, however you want to label it. But, um, yeah, man. Yeah. So I'm glad I didn't go to that game. I'm glad I watched mm-hmm. it. And like I said, I mean, uh, you know, like 13 points, Three steals, two deflections because they do count deflections. Uh, like three, three rebounds, two assists. I still think they shot too many threes that game. I know he was he was one for three himself. They were five for eighteen as a team. I just I just think that that's bad basketball in my personal opinion. That's my that's just me. Was five for eighteen by thirty percent? Yeah, which, which is which is fairly average for one person. Even you know your your some of your best three point shooters are probably 40 percent. But that five for eighteen, I want to say. When you start getting those forty percentages, you're 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 damn good. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's because once again, we, I've been teaching my son this, and I I remember I know the game morphed because I know when I was teaching my son basketball, I used to always call a three point shot a high percentage shot. I'm like, I mean, a low percentage shot. I'm like, this is a low percentage shot. If you're shooting this shot, the chances of you hitting this shot are low. If you just naturally, the closer you go to the bucket, the higher your percentage. The higher it goes. It's just, I mean, basketball is fairly simple, man. Like, once again, you know, props to Steph Curry for, you know, for setting the record. What is it, two nine seven four, something like that? Two seven nine four, some 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 wild number he put on his hat. That hat was ugly, by the way. Um, (laughs) The the jersey was ugly too. It was like I could have did something better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But anyways, man. I, this might be the last episode of the of the year. The way at the rate we're going, I mean, as as it should be, we should go out with this being the last episode of the year. Yeah, you know, we 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 definitely wanted to to bring a guest on, but um, if 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 it happens, it happens. But um, if not, it is what it is. So, to all you cocksuckers out there, um. <laughs> Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because we're not going to do that. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, <laughs> where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review us on the Apple iTunes app, on SoundCloud, on the Amazon Music app, on YouTube Music. Uh, I don't think Google Play exists anymore. Still don't know what it is that you do on Spotify, but please go and do that. As you already can tell, it's Holiday Habito and Well Wishes Welly here to bring you something magical right before the holidays. If you call it that. <sighs> Look, man, y'all, y'all can try to keep up with us today or y'all can just, you know, just give up. But let me tell you something. I'm finna, I'm finna start off as random as possible. Look. Just put this on while you're riding from house to house, dropping off gifts, picking up gifts. You know, just something to pass the time. A little bit, a little something, something here. Because this foolery is finna be all over the place. This is my argument. The position that Michael Parsons plays is more difficult than the position that Diggs plays. That's my argument for him getting defensive player in, of the year. And defensive rookie defensive player of the year, however you want to put it, you can split it. Defensive but rookie of the year, yeah, defensive like why not? Because Trevor Lawrence is right now a bust. Ten, ten interceptions is really hard to to, to overlook. It, it is hard to overlook, but you have to recognize the incompetence of a lot of quarterbacks this year. They're god awful. When you have backup quarterbacks looking better than franchise QBs, I think that that's something that is hard to overlook, too. I know you don't game plan for some of these people, but Jesus Lord, like, like Lamar, Lamar Jackson was, a, was an MVP, and right now his backup looks way better than him. I know his backup is not better than him, but his backup definitely looks better than him. I mean, let's not, let's not overlook what um, – who was y'all backup that came in and won the game? Won the game? Everybody thought y'all was gonna lose that game. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush came out there. Cooper Rush came out there. Cooper Rush. He came out there ball. Boys wouldn't. <laughs> boys wouldn't worry about that. I'm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought there was an L waiting to happen. Thought it was. But at the same time, like you said to me, like you know, I, I, I never, I didn't, I haven't, I didn't really get into football like that. Again, until I started messing with fantasy. And when I really just looking at it from an analytical standpoint, I never realized how bad offensive coordinators are. It's like, bro, your quarterback can't do that. Stop trying to get him to do that. He is not that guy. He's not built that way. Just stop. Like, You're not that guy. You're not that guy. She's just not like. I mean, I've seen you know how many quarterbacks I've seen this year so throw three plus interceptions, like starting QBs. Like Ryan Tannehill threw four interceptions against the Texans, dog. Four. And he's supposed to be a technically a franchise QB. They cut him a check. And and it's funny how Ryan Tannehill was a bust in Miami. And he goes to Tennessee and he takes Mariota's job, who should have been a franchise quarterback. Yes. Who's now a backup in Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. And what also what gets me about about the Diggs argument is that he has ten interceptions. 
Darrell Revis, Revis Island, mm-hmm. never had 10 interceptions in a season. So, like you said, it might be some incompetence with the OC and the quarterbacks. Like, why do you keep throwing at this person? <laughs> this guy was a former wide receiver who transitions to a CB, who ball hawks just like a, a, a wide receiver. He knows the body language of, of a wide receiver when a ball is coming towards them. Sure, he, he's gotten burnt a few times. He's guessed wrong a few times. But 10 times, he's been kind of right. And, and, and just, just to be clear, this is Diggs' second year, correct? And this is Parsons. He's not a rookie. He's not a rookie. And First. Parsons is a rookie. Parsons is a rookie. Fresh by out of Pars- Penn State. That's right. Okay. And by Parsons' ability to disrupt the O-line the way he does, he makes Diggs' job a lot easier, correct? Yes, definitely. Especially okay. when he's playing that defensive end role or he's, or he's pass rushing. Definitely yes. makes Diggs' role a lot easier. I wish I wish we had the stats for what Diggs is doing in the moments. <laughs> I mean, what Parsons is doing in the moments. Diggs gets some of these interceptions. Like, does does Parsons contribute to that in a sense? That should that'd be wild. Something like that. Yeah, that would that I mean, would be some good stats and 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 also see like Parsons credit. I guess you could say a lot of times you look up and he's 20, 25 yards down the field in coverage too. He did that it's today. He did that today. Mm-hmm. That, so that was kind, my first you know, time. Like, like you say, he's he's everywhere. Yeah. He did that in New Orleans and almost had an interception. Damn. He did okay. that last week against Washington almost had an interception. Just like what are you what are you doing 15 yards downfield? He just got the energy. Oh, you play linebacker, you're playing linebacker this time. Okay, got it. <laughs> so all right. I mean, we ain't got to bore him with the Cowboys, man. But. No, 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 no. Just, uh, just pray for uh, Kyle Smur, because uh, <laughs> I don't know who he is, but he finna be here for. Hey, look, look, man. I would hate to come out of. I would hate to come off my my easy check getting situation because of some bullshit protocols, bro. Like these protocols is bullshit, man. And yeah, for all y'all listening out here, yeah, this is gonna be somewhat of a, a COVID episode. It's it's gonna be all over the place, like I said. But look, man, I need y'all to understand something. If you care in any way, you need to understand once again, like we always say, that pretty much all form of media today is just an extension of the liberal media, which is Controlled by God knows who, but I don't believe they're American. Uh, I'm just gonna say, big pharma. I'm just gonna say, big pharma controls all mainstream media today. I don't care if you're. I don't care if you're watch. If you're looking at media that's supposed to be for movies, media that's supposed to be for video games, media that is you know specifically politics, is all controlled by big pharmacy in some way right now. And that's been the case for definitely the the past year plus, going on two years now. I say that because I've always hated the way headlines are constructed, bro. But the way these headlines is constructed today, I'm like, dog, you're saying that this player is going into COVID protocols. 
your average reader, what do you think your average reader thinks when they see Kevin Durant is going into COVID protocols? He tested positive for COVID and he's sick. Bruh. As a parent, I get notifications from the school pretty much every day notifying us that there was a positive in the school. So they let us know that, and then they 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 pretty much let us know, like, okay, one of our students tested positive for COVID. The parents let us know. So therefore, we did, we went through the we 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 went through his um his or hers um schedule. We made sure that these these classes got sanitized and they're clean, and we notified the teacher, hey, do you know if blah blah came in any close contact with so-and-so student? It's really just to save face because these 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 schools aren't really doing that, but they do send they do send out an email and it's it's pretty much auto it's pretty much automated. We get one every day to let us know somebody tested positive for COVID. Like literally every day. If you are a parent in a school in Houston, nine times out of ten you get this email, and probably if you're in a, a parent in Atlanta, San Francisco, whatever, this email is probably the same damn email. It's just constructed differently for each district across the nation but board of, board of education sent this out and was like hey when, when, when shit happens send this yeah copy and paste please mm-hmm. so it bothers me that these headlines are just hella misleading because it's, it's having people think that you just have an abundance of players testing positive for COVID and what it does is if you or I were to get sick, if we were the NPCs that a lot of people are, what was the first thing we're going to go do? We're going to go get tested. Because I think that that's the main, that's the main goal. We said this two years ago, well, a year ago. The more people get tested, the more positive tests you can accumulate. And it doesn't matter if they're false positives or not. Because like I told you earlier today, Odell Beckham Jr. tested positive for COVID, what, Tuesday or Wednesday? But now he's active again because he finally was able to put in a negative test. And what was the question I asked you earlier today, Jay? I said, Jay, if you were legitimately sick, what would you do? I'm going to go get tested. If I don't feel good, (laughs) I'm going to go to the doctor. Whether it's COVID or anything, hey, I feel my allergies have been kicking my ass. You know what I decided to do? Go to the doctor. I didn't have a doctor pull up on me and say, "Let me, let me, let me test you. you, you let me see. Your allergies look like they acting up." Okay. And if you get a if you get a positive test, what you gonna do? I'm gonna go sit my ass down. For how long? Just as long as you need to, right? Until I feel better. Until you feel, better. feel better. In the in the meat in the meat. Depends on, depends on what I got. Okay. Flu usually runs through me in two or three days. Okay. And in those two or three days, are you going to go back to try to get a positive, a negative test? I feel sick. I got confirmation that I am sick. What else do I need to do? Bruh. Like, come on. My point is, if I'm legitimately sick, there are two things I think the average person is going to do. It's either they finna self-medicate, sit their ass down for a few days, then go get tested to make sure that they're no longer sick, or if they feel like they're coming down with something, they're gonna go get tested, see if they're sick, and if and if it's confirmed that they're sick, 
They're going to sit their ass down for a few days and they're going to get tested again. They're not going to try to beat it. It's like, bro, I'm sick. If I'm sick, I'm sick. There's nothing to fight here. Okay, you have this plague fly floating around. I'm sick. It's been confirmed I'm sick. I'm finna chill. Like, this isn't some driver's test. Like, I'm not taking this shit multiple times to see if I can pass it. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm not so dedicated to my job, whether it be at this bank or at the NFL level to where if I'm sick, I'm going to keep going back to A, put my teammates in danger and B, put myself in the danger because my body is clearly not performing at its top level right now. And, and bro, and most of the people I, I know that have quote unquote had COVID, like it, if it's gonna, if you're, you're talking about a professional athlete, I would imagine a professional athlete, if they come down with something like the flu, and I ain't talking about the Jordan flu, I'm talking, I'm talking, you know, worse than that. <laughs> like it's gonna be hard for you to perform at that professional level. And I mean, to be, you know, impactful, so to speak. So once again, I just feel like if you're an athlete and you legitimately have COVID, you want to sit down because you don't have the ability to perform at a high level. So some of these guys that say, oh, man, I felt like shit. OK, you know what? It is what it is. I mean, I'm still not going to say COVID is not real. I'm just saying it's going to hit everybody differently, whether you call it COVID which to me, I think COVID is just the flu rewrapped. And the thing that that thing that the thing that's the funniest thing about me to, about COVID to me, and it's always going to be hilarious to me, is how, in a sense, COVID eradicated the flu. Mm-hmm. But in the end, at the end of the day, there were always there was always a flu. There's been a flu around for hundreds hundred years plus, and there's always been a quote unquote bandaid for it or a vaccine or a flu shot for it. But the one year that you pretty much don't push the flu shot at all, you just tell everybody that COVID is around flu is gone. Start worrying about COVID. Now think about it, Jay. There are a lot of people in America specifically that they get flu shots every year. Like there are people that do annually get a flu shot. Like I know for a fact that there's that is the case. I would probably say it's probably 50-50. Cause like I said, the one time that I got into my life in 2014, most of my co-workers that went to go get it, they was like, Oh yeah, should I get it like every year or every other year? So you basically had a year where people probably did not get the flu shot. So these you, these this 50% of society that decided to stay home social distance, wash their hands, mask up. They decided to stay home for a a whole year, didn't get a flu shot. And then when it was time to get outside, what they say, it was time to go outside. They back outside now. (laughs) They said to go outside. (laughs) They back outside now. And a lot of these people did not get a flu shot. So now, in a sense, you've introduced something new to the environment. You introduced a whole group of people that have now decided I'm going to go outside again. But now the one thing that the one sort of vitamin or band-aid that I was getting annually or biannually, I haven't, I haven't gotten it this year. So once again, I'm probably more susceptible to 
the simplest of illnesses. And now when I get sick, they're not going to tell me it's the flu. They're going to tell me it's COVID. I mean, it's really and then, simple. And then you, then you go side by side and look at look at the symptoms. A lot of these are a lot of these symptoms are parallel: extreme fatigue, body aches, fever. A lot of those are parallel. It's just rewrapped, Jay. It's all it's rewrapped. And then and then in some people it's probably more extreme because, like I said, these people probably were getting flu shots every year. Like there is so much data that we don't ask about. That we, we ch- it's always going to bother me that people don't ask questions. People see it really does, man. Like it's like what y'all so like what are y'all so scared? Like why are y'all so scared to ask questions? Are y'all like I mean, yeah, are y'all scared that afraid of answers? Yeah, that's what it seems like to me. That's what that's really what it seems like to me. That's why relationships are so hard these days. Like. The, the fear the fear of rejection too and the fear of I mean because rejection is an answer you don't want to hear no you're scared of that no and you're scared of the fact that hey if I ask this guy does he just want something sexual with me and he doesn't want anything serious like he's gonna tell me the answer I don't want to hear so I'm just gonna live in this delusion for a little while longer because even even though I know the answer maybe no if I never ask him then they're the benefit of the doubt yeah, that's unfair to be an idiot <sighs> Pretend to be an idiot. Bruh. I truthfully, like, I, I tell people, even though I make it seem like I think everybody's an idiot and everybody's dumb, I do, I tell you this all the time, Jay. People are very smarter. But they're much smarter than they put on. Much, much smarter. Especially. Like that like that message I sent you yesterday. Like, you know, hey, you you being naive and you you being misguided, you being innocent. That's all. That's all. Just showing the level of your your intellect, because you're doing that to to harbor some kind of sympathy or empathy out of out of the crowd that you're you're performing in front of, basically. But it's like you know exactly the game that you're running, especially at this age that that we're at. Like, yeah, maybe maybe somebody. I mean, even a three year old knows what they can get away with when they're around certain people something new this is something that's as old as time manipulation has been around like you said (laughs) forever we just once again who knows what they was calling it before rome fell they probably was calling it something else they probably was calling it (laughs) i'm just saying you look in the bible they probably don't use the word manipulation they probably use something else i'm just saying it's just it's just rewrapped repackaged and it's 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 a different name for it, but manipulation has been around for a long time. And it, it, it to be honest with you, I'm not gonna say it takes a lot of intelligence to be able to manipulate, but it takes just enough. Yeah, it takes just enough. That's simple, <laughs> simple and plain. It's just enough. God, dog, man, this is wild. And like it's, it's, you can you can be you can be smart to a point to where you know what you're trying to do. I think it ends when it's 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 a more advanced level, I should say, when you can see how the whole play is going to play out. Some of some people are manipulatively playing checkers, and some people are manipulatively playing chess. Like, yeah, I see what move you make. What I see the move I want to make, but I also see the next two moves you're going to 
going to make it how I'm going to respond to those moves. And I'm going to keep saying, I like the time. I want to say when I was in my early 20s, it really felt like I could move without really just having to think like that. Like, I wasn't playing a game of Battleship. Like, what is we doing? I'm just trying to enjoy life, man. I'm just trying to enjoy life. Like, I was having this conversation with this person, and I said, and they was like, oh, yeah, you should hit up this person. You should hit up this person. I say, no, because I know I'm going to hit up this person. They're going to say some slick shit. Then I'm going to be annoyed, and then I'm going to say some slick shit back. Like, I see the play. So there's no point of me in even participating. Say, man, I, t- I told you the other day, man, the, the, the wise man avoids the battle. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's easier said than done. I know, Jay. I know. It's easier said than done. I, I, I just, I've been doing it so long, though. Like, <laughs> hey, bro, like, if, if, if you want to be passive, if you don't want to speak up and say some real shit, look, this, I don't go digging. I'm not, a, I'm not a treasure yeah. hunter. I'm not, I'm not finna go digging. If you want, if you want to play this role, guess what? I'm gonna be over here watching TV, minding my business. Straight up, bro. <laughs> you, you got it. <laughs> That's what I'm supposed. You got it. Cause but I'm not. You got it. Cause it ain't that serious to me, man. Like whether you look at life is too short or life is too long, whatever. I don't know what you think, but at the end of the day, for me, life is. <laughs> There are people out there that think life too long. I ain't going to lie to you. No. Why do I have to suffer? <laughs> Can this just end? No, hey you, man, got 50, say man. <laughs> you got 50 more years. Hey, man, man. say, man. <laughs> Look, you man. You got to thug it out. <laughs> straight up. But no, nah, I mean, like I, don't, like, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. But at the same time, I promise like, everything I love. I never wake up with malicious intent. Even the people like I'm like 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 I have like supervisors and bosses or whatever that don't make my job easy, and they just think that you're so smarter than me. I'm like, bro, like you're really not smarter than me. And it's not even about you know intellect versus intellect. It's more along the lines of like, yeah, you know, you have this position, but don't let it fool you. Like, you still a bitch ass nigga, <laughs> and you still you you don't know my job just like I don't know your job. Like, have some respect. It'd be different if, like, you work your yeah. way up. But some of these people, you know, they, you know, they did, they got their master's degrees. They got put in different certain positions. They kiss ass here and there. They got put in certain positions. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna do my job. You are gonna do your job? You got a question about my job? Ask me. I, I feel like I'm one of the best. Cool. That's why I'm doing what I do. You feel like you one of the best? That's why you do what you do. Once again, you gonna ask me something about my job? Ask me. I give you an answer, and I actually there's there's a chain of command. There are people that probably know my job better than me. You know what I'm saying? And if and if I don't think I have the right answer, I'm gonna probably go check with them first before I give you an answer, since you don't want to go to them. But it makes sense. Po- it makes sense. <laughs> but point being, a lot of these people, and another thing I realized about a lot of these people that love these ma- managerial roles and these roles in leadership. A lot of them be narcissistic as fuck. And they be like that word that I told you about not too long ago. They be megalomaniacs. Like, they just love, they love being the center of attention. They love the ability to pretty much talk down to people and be assholes. 
and they love to use that that position to to abuse their you know to be abusive with their power. The people they they actually crave those things. They desire those things. And I mean, I learned that a while ago when I was like, what type of personality does it take for a person to run to run for a political position, mainly president? And that's one thing that most presidents all have in common. Like they're megalomaniacs. They're narcissistic as fuck. Like they 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 love power. They love. I mean, think about it. Like real, like real talk, Jay. How many times have you had a a, a a chance to really like be a supervisor? Matter of fact, how did you feel when you had an intern? I don't know if I can put that business out there like that, but I, I know you had an I intern mean, for a while. I mean, when I when when yeah, when I had an intern, I was first of all, I don't give a shit. So <laughs> so when I had an intern, like I just, I would check in. It's like, hey, you good? You know, you you have any questions? Ask me. But other than that. Hey, this is what I need you to do. Get it done. If I don't have anything for you to do, what are your interests? I'm gonna give you to somebody else. I don't have that whole, you know, call me Mr. Brooks and I know everything I do is right. I'm I'm your typical Negro leader. This ain't the right way to do it. How I do it. Hey, but but you, but you knew that though, and you probably never yeah. thought about it. From a deep sense of like, and you said typical Negro leader, leader, but you know, there's it, some niggas out there, you know, they, they be on some whole shit. But you're right though, like me, me and you just being laid back black dudes, we like, man, we, I'm, I'm not trying to, I don't want no slave. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, I, I, don't, I don't roll like that. I don't want, go ahead. No, I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, I remember talking to my intern, um, I, I talked to her about sports just randomly. And we talk about sports, you know, you know, talking about the Olympics. It was around the Olympic time. And she's like, you know, I thought all you could talk about at work was work. You know, for eight hours, you know, you always had to be on. And, you you know, anytime you talk to, to anybody in charge, you talk to them about work. I say, look, <laughs> I can't do that for eight hours. Bruh. We're going to we're going to do this small talk. We're going to do this chit chat or whatever. Because and, and people say, oh, man, I hate small talk. I hate small talk. Yeah, I understand if it's like, hey, I need you to do X, Y, Z, and let's keep it pushing. But sometimes it's kind of like, hey, you're not a robot. You're a human. I can I can talk to you. And, and I'm not trying to, you know, hey, well, what do you like? And, you know, you know, where's your family from? No, I'm going to talk to you about something I like. You know, see if we find, a, if we have a common interest, you know, build some rapport that way. But for the most part, you know, I'm not just going to come at you and say, you know, hey, do your, this is your work and, and go away. Because it's very disconnected to me. I, I like when I have some kind of rapport with my supervisor. So I guess that, that in, in, a, in a certain kind of way, that's what I wanted to reflect when I had an intern. I like that. I like, and I actually just remembered you had an intern when I was, I was thinking about this subject. I was like, man, I want to ask him about, about you know, his experiences with his boss. But I, as I was talking to him, I was like, man, he had an intern. So he was somewhat of a boss himself. But I just knew you wouldn't treat that person like a shitty person because you don't have that type of personality. And I've I've know I've noticed I can't I can't even be I can't even be shitty to my enemies and that bothers me. But that's another story. I'm no storyteller. Hey man, you be talking shit, but you ain't gonna do nothing. Like that should be funny. Cause that, but that's just how we are though. I ain't gonna do nothing. That's just how we are though. Like it's just it's 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 being empathetic, bro. Like I don't want nobody to treat me like that, so I'm not gonna treat nobody like that. And even if people treat me like that, this just doesn't. I'm not really that eye for an eye type of guy. Sometimes that's why. That's why I really think that a lot of women are getting to the point where they're becoming a lot more stressed out 
in in day to day society because I, I come across a lot of women that that they are in positions of power and they don't realize how much that drives them insane and how much that drives them to therapy and to different types of copes. Cause it's like, you have to have a certain type of personality to actually be successful in that position. But if you're like an empathetic person and like, you're like genuinely a good person trying to play this, um, like a presidential role, like this, if you're the type of person that you have in a sense, you got to carry the weight on your, the weight of the world on your back, like, and it bothers you, but you can't do anything about it because you have to come in with this stoic outlook. Like, Oh, you know, I got to be a boss. I thank God every day. I'm not a boss. I'm, this is me personally. I I don't, I don't want (laughs) to boss people. How do you not know? Do you understand what it means to like not really ever be like I got like when my work when when work is over, bro, my shit goes on airplane mode. I'm not you can't contact me, bro. <laughs> and and if and if I turn, decide to just check my phone and I'm and somebody's trying to contact me and I like that person, then I may respond. But as far as I'm concerned, once my work phone go off, I'm good. See, supervisors and bosses and people like on certain salaries, they can't do that. Like, I still want to have my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all wilding, like, dying for these jobs for the pay when a lot of times y'all just got bad spending habits. Y'all, a lot of people make real good money. They just got really bad spending habits. Like, I know people definitely make more money than me, but you wouldn't even be able to tell because they got real bad spending habits. Really bad. Mm-hmm. It's like, Jesus Christ, how you making this much money and you can't do these basic things? For yourself, oh, it's because you bought a bunch of dumb shit that really could have waited, and that's one of the things I, you know, I, I enjoy about being a dad because, like, I definitely enjoy that aspect of like teaching my son. I'm like, you're gonna make these financial mistakes right now. It's cute right now because you got a golden parachute, but the reality is, when you buy 25, 26, and I'm looking at you like, I ain't helping you with that shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's on you. <laughs> Like shit, I got my own shit. I'm shit. I'm trying to go to. I'm trying to go to Dubai. You better stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that, that's crazy because because the other day was on Saturday. Yeah, yesterday, matter of fact, I was about to make a dumb financial decision, and and even I'm just glad I decided against it. Glad I decided against it. Just to get something about me and change. Something about me and change, man. <laughs> If, if y'all for y'all out there that don't know, Javito does not have a Rolex. <laughs> I do not have a Rolex. <laughs> that probably almost had a diamond rare. chain though. Really? I almost had a diamond chain though. Wow. That's funny. Like I really I, I don't know why I thought chain. you just because. I like chains, man. Two chains? I probably got like seven chains. But I don't have a diamond chain. Oh, okay, okay. You got the uh, that Black Panther one, right? <laughs> he, Larry, us. <laughs> I ain't forgot about that. I ain't forgot. Uh huh. <laughs> he, Larry, us. So, so Tyler Huntley is giving them a chance, huh? They're giving them a chance. 
you got a fighting chance. Been a lot of games like this this season. I, I made sure I wasn't gambling this weekend because with, with all all this protocol stuff going on, I was like, nah, too too unpredictable of a weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's it's and, and I, I think that's I think I personally think that this specific these these last two years it's almost like they're. I think they think it's funny, and you're really gambling now. It's like, bro, you sure you want to bet on that game? Because two of the key players is at home chilling. They ain't sick. They in protocol. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> You like let's let's keep it one hundred. Like y'all talk like like y'all phrasing it like y'all talking about oh it's a COVID outbreak uh, outbreak with the Brooklyn Nets. No, it's not. No, it's not. One person probably had COVID. And this one person was around everybody. So you put as many people as you can in quote unquote protocol for some stupid shit. What you gonna do to these people? Like what? What? I mean, you act. I mean, in all honesty. You really can't control what they do with their private lives. You can't make them stay home. Obviously, they're they're political. No. They're 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 pretty important people, and they're famous. So if they're out and about, people are going to recognize them. But the reality is, I mean, they can still have people over. It's and I've been saying this since the beginning of the pandemic. The easiest way to evade all this shit is by what Jay, keeping this shit off social media. I can fucking throw parties at my house. While I'm on protocol, as long as nobody brings phones in that bitch. And I believe Dak Prescott did that dumb shit. I'm not mistaken. He did, did he? <laughs> I think he was, yeah, I he was, so. yeah, I think he had one went to a party when he was supposed, but, but that just, that's not to say that it's not serious, but that just goes to show that in his individual life, in his private life, he, he, he probably was perfectly healthy. You can't convince me that asymptom this quote unquote asymptomatic bullshit. You can't convince me that that's something that, like, come on, like asymptomatic dog. Like y'all wilding now. Like y'all are doing everything. Y'all doing everything y'all can to control motherfuckers, man. Like now you basically saying, I think that in the beginning there were a lot of false positives, and they just said, you know what? We're not gonna call it false positive. We're gonna call it asymptomatic because we want these people to believe. I'm just saying. We want these people to believe or know that it's a possibility that they got COVID when in actuality they're perfectly healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I sense. mean, the, once again, this shit started from wash your hands, Jay. They, they, they it literally was wash, <laughs> wash your hands. Wash your nasty ass hands. But we, it's, it's almost Capricorn time, by the way, people. And your two favorite podcasts, they, we finna be a whole year older. Been a, bruh, a whole year older. More, hey, hey. <laughs> get, get it closer to your final form. Look. I'm, I'm trying to get there, man. I, I, I feel the changes. That's good, man. That's good, man. It's, you know, the, um, the transition to the dark side is, is very welcoming. <laughs> is it a transition to the dark side or is it just a maturation? Yeah, it's just it's just maturation, I mean, man. I, I, I consider it a maturation. I don't give a damn what anybody tells me. I, I'm I'm we're I'm not a nice guy, but I'm still one of the more kind, nice, cool people you gonna meet in your lifetime. I guarantee you, and that's not even a brag. But it's as as arrogant and as narcissistic as people is, I feel comfortable saying that shit now. I've I've come across people in the last year and I'd be chopping it up with them or I'd like meet their friends and mutuals and I'd be like, man, like 
I never come to people with, like I said before, I don't come to people with malicious intent. I try. I don't try my hardest to not rub the people the wrong way. I just feel like there's a common sense way to approach people. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. I, I don't. Man, I had we we was hooping the other day. Matter of fact, this you know in the city. Uh, shout out to First Baptist. They got a real nice. They got a real nice facility. So I go in that mug. It's, it's this is a church, by the way. I don't know nobody there, but the people I came with. So that's the people I'm. You know. We in there, ho. We we in there. It's, this is basketball. Basketball is very competitive, obviously. So we in there busting ass. We busting ass, Jay. I'm talking about for real, like golly, no homo. In the name of Jesus. Hey, in the and, dog, and that's that's what I'm saying. In the name of Jesus, we in the church, in an academy. So I'm like, I'm quiet. Like we before we start playing, we pray. We get together. We like do like a prayer, and they say, hey, let's keep things peaceful, blah blah. So I'm like. Within the parameters of what y'all just said, I can't be in here wilding out. I need to be as meek as possible. I need to be chill. Even if I want to talk shit, guess what? We in here representing who? The one and only. So we're in the Lord's house. God, come on. So I mean, that mug chilling. We winning and we feeling good. But guess what? Other guys on the other side, they forget they're in the church. I swear it was almost three fights. I'm like, my, my homeboy's like, he like, hey, I thought we were supposed to be peaceful in here. And, I, you know, I was like, hey, man, it's really hard to be peaceful when you're getting your ass bust. Like, you getting bust. Hey, man, hey, man. <laughs> you getting mad, man, boy. You don't care where you at when you get, when you get dusted. Like, all that went out the window? When they about to skunk you off the court? Hey, man, look. I was like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't come in here with the intentions of doing. I came in here with the intentions of having fun. Wow, that's crazy. He'll go. You got to, dog. I called this almost like two hours ago, though, Jay. But but forty two seconds is a long time for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's you can't, a long you, time for Aaron Rodgers. You don't want to overestimate it, though. You 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 got to be. I mean, that's like the, giving Aaron Rodgers forty-two seconds, giving Tom Brady forty-two seconds, Pat Mahomes. You got to beat me. Maybe Josh. You got Allen one of the best kickers, season, not this Josh. You got Allen. one of the best kickers in the world on your side. This is true. My bad, people. We're looking at this uh, as as you can tell. Oh, don't worry. I'm 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 gonna cut this out. What? Maybe. Fuck it. What? <laughs> Look, man. Look. <laughs> Look. Transition to another topic. Hey, man. Do you understand that um, Cowboy Bebop was trash? I'm 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 not familiar with Cowboy Bebop at all, so I I didn't watch it. The anime, the anime is pretty. Netflix, Netflix, Netflix is riding on maybe five shows. Bruh. That's that's wild to me when you think about where Netflix came from, and like I'm looking at Netflix now, and it's Netflix. It's pretty disturbing. Like y'all are. I mean, honestly, Netflix is just turning into what Hollywood is, and as a whole, like the originality is just dead. They don't really have anywhere to go, and they're just. 
whatever they can do, they're trying to do. And uh, I, I only bring up Cowboy Bebop because I know that they were trying to, they were trying to pander to the Chinese market, and or the Asian market, so to speak. And it just failed. It failed miserably. Because I mean, anyways, it, it failed miserably, dog. I mean, it was it was it was interesting. You need you need, you need the aerial view to see old boy in the back of the end zone running scot free. I think it was Hollywood running scot free, but. You know, I'm just sitting on the couch. Hindsight 2020. Yeah. But it was a lot of moments in Cowboy Bebop. I was forced to finish it. I'm not going to forget this thought. For y'all football fans that's listening, Baltimore Ravens, they're, besides not really having a legitimate QB, their, their major flaw is... They force shit to Mark Andrews, the tight end, way too much. It's getting ridiculous. They gonna hurt. They gonna get that man hurt. I know Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews is gonna surpass Travis Kelsey, by the way, for uh, top tight ends, and it's only because they force feed that guy. They force feed him way too much. They don't force it to t- Travis Kelsey that much. That was such a force. He wouldn't even look at a touchdown. Single coverage, technically. Yeah. I don't see the Hollywood Brown being open though. I gotta watch him. I gotta yeah, watch he, him. He, he was open in the back. But he was butt ass naked. Um, pretty much. <laughs> wow. Now you got an onside. Okay. <sighs> well, like I said, man, it was some, it was moments in Cowboy Bebop that was interesting to me. Cause it's 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 a dystopian film. It's a dy- it's 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 based on a dystopian era, and just to give you the rundown on Cowboy Bebop, it's pretty much about a guy. And like I said, I don't I don't recommend obviously watching a Netflix version. If you ever get bored enough and you want to watch some anime, some classic anime that is, and the in the in the um the creator of Cowboy Bebop actually died like a week ago, but um, th- yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It was a woman too. Um, basically, these they're bounty cow, cowboy is a different term for for for, cow, for bounty hunter. That's really all it is. It's a futuristic. It's, in the future, bounty hunters are cowboys. Bebop is the name of the ship that they ride. So you're in the future, okay. and it's on some. Um, what what was who was Childish Gambino in that movie? Um, it was a Star Wars movie, one of the bounty hunters in a Star Wars movie. But yeah, anyways. Oh. What was that movie? Because that was that was actually a good Star Wars movie. It didn't get, it didn't get enough. Was credit. it Rogue One? No, nah, Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One. First of all, Rogue One was probably one of the best Star Wars movies ever. But no, that wasn't it. I don't remember. Damn, I can't believe it. Was it Solo? It's Solo. Solo. <sighs> That sounds that might be right. That sounds about right. Yeah, go ahead, look it up and look at his name and his character. But I mean, at the end of the day, they were bounty hunters. And Cowboy Bebop, you know, there, you know, his name is his name is Spike Spiegel. It and, was uh, solo, and he played Lando. Yeah, yeah. Land, yeah, Lando with Calrissian. Calrissian. Yeah, okay. So they're they're bounty hunters in the future. And you know, these guys get their ships, you know, they 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 go on, they get bounties. And the interesting thing, the, my point is, the interesting thing about it is the currency that they use 
it's a global currency. Well, it's it, it's a global currency, yeah, and it's Chinese. It's called Wu. And I just thought that that was funny because although it, it's an anime, <laughs> I think that they're still like predictive programming. It's getting you ready for what the future is going to look like. And I've been saying this for the, for a while now. The future is Chinese. No matter the how you want to... Chinese. It is, bro. Like, everybody is in debt to China. Africa and the United States are probably at the worst. It, it, they probably have it the worst. I think after that, maybe India, which is reasonable to me. But, like, at the end of the day, bro, the future is Chinese, the future is Asian, however you want to say it. And I just think that that was interesting in that aspect because that's the difference between Dune and Star Wars. I think Dune is more, I want to say, more of a Middle Eastern um, aspect of the looking into the future because they, they take a lot of Islamic traditions for their future. But like when I'm looking at stuff like... Um, Cowboy Bebop, like I said, like it's it's definitely Chinese, and like obviously, you know, these characters are are Asian characters, and um, it, it was just interesting to me. I'm like, man, they're getting us ready. We just we shrug it off, but they're getting us ready. They're definitely getting us mm -hmm. ready. That's like the conversation we had um, earlier today, where you know you just slowly push people to a certain way, and then all of a sudden you look up and say. Wait a minute. We've done a complete 180 from what we used to do. They just slowly did that turn five degrees at a time until you look up. It's like, oh, shit. They've, they've systematically coerced me into doing what they wanted me to do. Yeah, straight up. And that's to get to my next topic. I'm going to tell you right now. If I'm ever in a public conversation with somebody, I'm just forewarning y'all. If you call a pedophile a minor attractive person, you're going to get slid on the spot. On God, <laughs> that's a trend. That's that's hey, a one eighty. I'm hey, never man. look. I ain't never making that one eighty. Look, if you a pedophile, you a pedophile. This whole minor attractive person shit that y'all trying to slide into things and they, and let, let me tell you something, man. You gotta pay attention to these movies because these and and I've been pointing this shit out for a while. These movies. Have a real odd. There's a real weird thing going on with these movies when you're seeing like older characters get where like younger characters and like you know that they're legal, but it's like man, why they do with that person that looks so young? Like they're getting they're gearing you towards the fact that even though you don't like it, you're gonna accept the fact that my this 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 pedo culture that they're trying to rewrap. They just re it's just a rewrap. They just repackaging it. You a pedophile, bro. If you like like not no, you, Jay. no if ands or buts. Yeah, like you like little you like little people that don't have the maturity to make decisions about stuff like that. And you know that them like you're you literally are preying on people that are weaker than you mentally. You a pedophile. Like that's just, I mean, to me, it's bad. It's already bad enough being a pedophile. Like I'm not an alcoholic. I just like to, I like to drink every single day, multiple drinks. But I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um, an alcoholic beverage connoisseur. <laughs> just, just a bunch of fluffy words, man. 
just a fluff, bunch of fluffy words to disguise the fact that you were degenerate, dog. You were degenerate. That's it. You need fucking help. <laughs> that shit pissed dog. That shit pissed me off, dog. Like, like that shit. That shit really pissed me off because I be seeing this shit. And like, I, 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 I want to get deeper into it, but one thing I'm gonna say is, it's, it's been. And you see when I went on that little rant, like it's been way too many cases of these female teachers raping these little boys and people thinking that that shit cute. I know a lot of dudes out there be thinking to themselves, hey, man, you know, I wish I could have slept with one of my teachers. Hey, bro, that's, I understand what you're saying, but just imagine, I'm, and I'm going to tell y'all right now, the, the, the one year that I was in teaching, I told y'all this on an IG Live, a lot of them little girls made me very comfortable, and I guarantee you, if I was to sleep with one of them little 13, 14-year-old girls, their daddies would have been dead on my ass, and it wouldn't have been so funny then. If your if your wife would have been looking like shit, I wish I'd have been able to sleep with one of my teachers. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be able to empathize, bro. You you remember the one I, I had that that crush on? The, hey, you gotta be able to put your shoes on. You gotta be able to put your feet in their shoes, bro. And like that shit, really not funny. Like it's not cute. We we. It's either it's either we gonna accept that we either gonna we either gonna lower the lower the age of consent. Like they did in France under everybody's radar. Like in France, you, me and you can fuck with a 14-year-old in France. That's perfectly legal. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, we cannot. <laughs> just, just to be clear, my morals are the same in the United States of America as they are in France. My morals do not change across international waters. My morals remain the same. Oh, so, you, so you're not going to Epstein Island and, and wilding out? <laughs> no, I am not. Okay, okay. So, so if just Lane came up to you, she was just trying to, you know, get you, get you come over to Epstein. Two, two piece at a KFC biscuit. Get away from me. <laughs> get away from me, because I don't, I don't like anybody having something they can hold over me. Number one, my morals are always my morals. Number two, I don't like somebody having something they can hang over me. So if we've done some immoral shit and you knew and you know about it, that's something you can hang over me. Nah. But number one, my morals are my morals. <laughs> I like the way you repeated that number one a few times. I mean, I respect that, <laughs> bro. I respect that, man. Like, I talk about elastic morals all the time. Like, people's morals is weird, man. Like, they go over those international waters and they hear, oh, shit, crack is legal over here. I'm for this... I'm for the wild out. Like, bruh, look, that that means that you probably do crack over here. You just more secret about it. You just can't. You can't just do it hot the opening. If you fucking with 14-year-olds in France, you fuck with 14-year-olds in America. It's really that simple. And I and I told somebody I'm not gonna get too deep into that just just Lane Maxwell trial yet because I'm still like kind of reading up on it, watching. I've been following that shit for a while because I was just always curious about what they're gonna pull out of that trial. The one thing that disgusts me the most about that trial, though, is they're doing a very good job of avoiding slandering people or bringing up people that still hold a lot of power and influence. Like, they'll bring up Trump because they got Trump derangement syndrome. Trump been on that. I think Trump was on the manifest one time. They they got this one picture of Trump and Epstein. 
and they they running with that, but it's really irrelevant because like it's really irrelevant when when it, when it, when you're talking about people that have been on the manifest 27, 28 times, and it's it's proven addicts. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much proven. Like like I said, this trial is doing a real good job of making Jislaine kind of like a victim more than the madam that she was. She was Madam Maxwell. Like that's let's mm-hmm. let's let's be clear. I don't care about our I don't respect our justice system enough to say things like, well, that person wasn't convicted, they were acquitted. Yeah, that's cool and all, but OJ Simpson's still a murderer. I'm just, <laughs> he still lost the civil trial. I'm just, yeah, exactly. Like, OJ, OJ, he, OJ a fool. He a fool with it. I think she'd still win. I wouldn't want my daughter dating OJ. Like, no. Hell no. <laughs> just say. <sighs> I did, I did recently read a, um, theory that um jason simpson which I, i'm going to assume that that was the, their child was the one who actually did it because he didn't like his mother dating other men and she found out about the ron guy and that OJ, everything in oj story is consistent with him not being there but he kind of he kind of drew the attention to himself to take it away from his child uh, you know just another theory to pull that out there oh, oj still out here living his best life what that boy, man, he in Vegas golfing all the time, all the time. From what I, from what I've seen, yeah, he just chilling, man. I mean, we worried about him. He ain't worried about us. Good to see me that <laughs> though. I ain't, I ain't never heard of that theory. That's that's pretty. That's that's an interesting one, man. Um, yeah. just a you know, just a reminder to everybody out there. Epstein did not kill himself. But lastly, I do want to, I do want to end on this note, man. I've been seeing a lot of creepy ass videos. Whoa, 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 whoa. Spider-Man, big dog. I, I look, man. Everybody, if everybody's been with us since 2016, they look at me specifically as, oh, you know, we know he's the comic book guy and blah blah this and that. Look, this may be true. But if you recall, you can really feel my disdain for the comic book movie genre in the last two years. And I don't really fuck with it no more. I think the shit. <laughs> I, I, and, I, and I don't even want to be that guy, but I think the shit's super corny now. This is my opinion. People that want to go watch Spider-Man. Like, first of all, my brother asked me the other day who my favorite superheroes are, my villains. Spider-Man, still my favorite superhero. Second, Flash. And then Ghost Rider, my favorite villains. Still Joker, Lex Luthor, and Magneto. That's still always going to be the case. And that's really more from a traditional standpoint. When it comes to modern day, you know, the modern day shit that came out probably in the last 10, 15 years... I, I was more of a fan of Daredevil, Captain America, Doctor Strange, and I I like the OG Blade. You know, I mean, and I'm gonna get to your I'm gonna get to your question. Take your time. All, take your time. All I'm saying is, the I started 
when the films were for people that actually appreciated the fact that, oh, damn, they're taking comic books and they're making them live action and they're trying their best to stay, you know, um, consistent with what we saw when we were watching stuff like The Amazing Spider-Man, when we were watching the animated, you know, Batman animated series. Like, they, they were really, in a sense, they would pander to people that actually appreciated the comics and probably actually read the comics. In the past seven years, in the last seven years, I'd say probably once they got into like phase three MCU, you can see the shift into, damn, this is a billion dollar market. We don't longer have to cater to these nerds anymore. We need to start trying to get these moms to, to like what we're putting out. We need to start trying to get black people to really like what we're putting out. We need to become, and I say this all the time, we need to become more mainstream because those first two phases were, even though they made a lot of money, it was still niche. It was still somewhat of a niche market. You know what I'm saying? It's no longer a niche market anymore. If, if, a, if a comic book movie is coming out now, that is the behemoth of movies now. Nowadays, when you see a character now, you see them as their comic book role. You don't see Benedict Cumberbatch as Sherlock. You know what I'm saying? You don't see him as Sherlock Holmes. You see him as Doctor Strange. You're no longer going to see Tony Stark. And, I mean, I said, you're no longer going to see Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. He's Tony Stark now, forever. Because those movies... You don't that remember was, anything else he was in. No, no, niggas forget. No, nigga, no, Robert Downey Jr. has been around for a long time, bro. A long time. And I just don't appreciate what comic book films have become. And I don't like when I'm watching something. And Star Wars did it too. Star Wars did it too. And it really insulted their fans. And I want to say, I never finished Game of Thrones, but from what I've, from what I've read, Game of Thrones started, they did it too. Those first two or three seasons of Game of Thrones, you could tell Game of Thrones was being being written to where it was it was matching the graphic novel novels. It was catering to a certain audience. But guess what happened when, when Game of Thrones started getting really big? They started having to pander. They was like, oh shit, we got black people watching this shit now? All right, throw a person of color in there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we got this person? Throw that person in there. Then it started getting away from the true essence of real storytelling because they started wanting to bring in identity politics, so to speak. And I, and I, I don't, I don't appreciate that because you literally are saying, we don't give a fuck about you nerds anymore. That made us rich. We only care about this new audience and the people that tell me that they've watched Spider-Man already. I swear to God, at least 80% of them were people that would have laughed at me. If I told them I was watching Spider-Man 10 years ago, I don't appreciate that. So it's like, fuck the genre. You know what I'm saying? I don't, it it, it no longer appeals to me. Like, I'll check it out when I check it out. Like, my son wants to watch it. I ain't gonna stop him from watching it. It's like, shit, man, when you're ready, go watch it. If you want me to come watch it with you, I'll watch it with you. But the reality is, for sure, I don't like Tom Holland. I think he's the worst Spider-Man of all three. And, um... I think I think I think Zendaya is a terrible. I think she's a terrible, terrible Mary Jane. Um, do I like her better than um? What's it? Was it Cameron Diaz? What's her name? 
Kristen Dunn. Kristen Dunn. I don't know why I said Cameron Kirsten Diaz. Dunn. Kristen, Kristen Dunn. Uh, uh, I think I like Kristen Dunn better just because she was more of a girl next door. I mean, she wasn't the most beautiful, but in the end, I don't like what Spider. I don't like what comic book movies have become. So my interest in a lot of these Marvel movies now, they're predictable as shit to me. Andrew Garfield can come on. He can go on as many IG lives as he wants to and say he's not going to be in a movie. You don't have to put Tobey Maguire in any of the trailers. Bruh, it's the fucking multiverse in a sense. How the fuck did Sandman get How, was, how do I get y'all villains and not your superheroes? Just come on. <laughs> do you think about Think about that. Think about how many people Couple walk into ain't that. so coming, my friend. Y'all, you know how stupid you got to be? Think about how stupid you got to be to actually, and I'm not, no, yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm insulting people that are shocked by anything they saw in that movie just based on the fact that the trailer gave away so much. And it's just not fun anymore, dog. It's just not fun no more. I, for me, for me, honestly, it stopped being fun around Black Panther. That's that's when it stopped being fun for me. I started realizing that it's not it's not really about the characters anymore. Like I said, it's a, it's just about appealing to a certain audience and and obtaining a certain amount of money. And I don't, I'm not knocking that shit. Get your money. You're not gonna get mine. I'm going to bootleg that shit. And if it's good, I should. I, if I watch Spider Man, it'll be good. I'm like, cool. I'm not paying to watch it. I'm not paying to watch Tom Holland, bro. No, I can't do it, bro. He too trash. But anyways, that's my opinion. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say spoiler alert. But the thing that bothered me the absolute most was his request. Make everybody forget that I'm Spider Man, minus these people. Okay, you fucked that up. So then you go back to make another request. Why is it that still? Why, why does it make everybody forget who Peter Parker was? Make these people forget that I am Spider Man. So your friends still know you as Peter. They don't know you as Spider Man because you don't have Aunt May anymore. You still got Happy. You still got Trash Ass Ned. You still got MJ. Hell, you've still got Flash that know you as Peter. Don't forget that I'm Spider Man. I can, I can, I can like, we can figure that out down the road. That was the most dumb, idiotic thing about the whole movie to me. Make him forget. This, man, let me. Well, Aunt May needs to know. No, not really. Your life kind of went to shambles when people started finding out. So just, yeah, man. Take it all back. Was this was this was this guy like hiding in a hotel at some point? What was he hiding? Yeah, you know, basically, he was he was he was in Happy's compound, Happy's house. Oh, okay. Was he doing jobs? What is he doing with his life? Trying to get into MIT. I. Yeah, you, he is five years removed, so he was trying to get an MIT as somebody that was probably 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, it's a dumb request from one of the smartest people in the MCU. In, in Marvel Comics, he's, I think he's top five. I know that um, people like to throw, um, what's her girl name? Black Panther's sister, which, if I'm not mistaken, she's quit. If y'all don't know, she, she's 
Yeah, she she quit. She's because she doesn't like the COVID protocols. So she's she's talking about dropping out of the movie completely. Uh, might just be a rumor, but she is she, that that is that is the case because she doesn't want to get vaccinated. Uh, so shout out to her because that's 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 a uh, it's very rare for these Hollywood shields that um pretty much uh take a dingling in the ass if they have to just to stay relevant. But um. Look, man. No, no. It wasn't take a ding-a-ling and ass. It was do whatever you had to do for some water. <laughs> My man. It's a whole lot of stuff you can do <laughs> before you got to that point. Dog. Look. Continue, though. Continue. That's another yeah. for another time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Look. I've heard nothing but good things about it, but I also heard nothing but good things about Endgame, and I think Endgame was garbage. Um, it was a lot of people saying Shang Chi was good. A lot of a lot a lot of people a lot of people saying this is the best MCU film. They say that every that's, that's they say that every time an MCU film comes out, that makes a lot of money. Like, stop it, man! Like, from a from a real like for realistically, if you really were to sit down. It's dog. It's pandering. Like you got what you wanted. You got everybody got something they wanted. If for everybody out there that liked a certain Spider Man or so to speak, like they, or a certain villain, they got what they wanted. They got a fucking Neapolitan ice cream, bro. And 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 the DC's finna do the same thing with the with the uh fl- with the Flash movie. You're gonna get multiple Batman's in a Flash movie. You're gonna get multiple Flash. Like it's pandering. The comic book world is pandering to an audience so they can make more money. When people hear that Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman, they're going to fucking go crazy. They're going to go crazy. A bunch of old motherfuckers are like, Michael Keaton? Batman? He back? Bruh. Seriously? That's all it is. It's not that it's good. It's just that you feel fulfilled. You got what you wanted. My, Michael Keaton in too many goddamn universes. <sighs> Bruh, he really is. And one of his best movies is Birdman, by the way. It's a great movie. Just check it out if you haven't. Mm-hmm. It's pretty deep. I, I've seen it. It was it was it was a it was a little mind trip for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. very deep. See, you see, that type of shit not appreciated no more. Like, like I said, man, it's comic comic book films are going in the direction that a lot of people predicted. I mean, it's really fast food. It's it's put it like this. It's interesting to me that this movie came out in December. Cause you these movies used to come out May. They used to be summer blockbuster style films. Now they're now they're just so big to the point where like now okay, it's these to, this the type of movie it is now. Like this is it's so big that it needs to like they're getting to the point where I'm not surprised that they're not you know getting nominated for Oscars more and more beyond visual effects. But anyways. I mean, I think Tenet was a great movie, but you ask your average person about Tenet, they tell you they ain't know what the fuck was going on. They hate it. It's like, damn, my bad, bro. Just I'm the average you... person because I was, I was, I was mad confused. Look, not even about being confused. Did you enjoy it though? Like, did you enjoy it for oh, like? I, I enjoyed it. You ain't gotta understand everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not finna sit here and act like I ain't Google some this shit. Is true. A nigga go Google some shit sometimes. I ain't the smartest motherfucker in the room. But I I appreciate the fact 
that it gave me something different. And it made me say, you know what? I ain't seen that. I ain't seen that in a minute. Like when I, like the first time I saw Memento, I was like, shit, that shit was hard to keep up with. It makes you actually want to buy the film so you can control the speed at which you watch it. I don't do that with a lot of these films that come out these days. I watched that shit one time. I don't want to listen to it no more. I don't want to watch it no more. I mean, if you, if, you, if you didn't give me enough to care about. <laughs> like, you know, okay, I don't care if I understand that or not. <laughs> it's fast food. I got what I wanted. I'm filled. I'm good. I may not. I, I may go back. I might not. And if I just need, if I just need a quick feeling again, shit, yeah, I might go back. You know. But long story short, man, I I I, I hog that little segment. What did you truly think of it outside of the whole? You enjoyed it? Did you not enjoy it? Like, do you recommend it? I the up and down of it so much because it's like all right here's here's like one of one of my absolute favorite movies or actually one of my favorite trilogies is the dark knight trilogy mm-hmm. like and 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 you know like like i think you say dc is more of a darker universe than marvel is just overall mm-hmm. but like when things started getting bleak they were still trying to put in some little comedic jabs in here and i was like no this is a moment like even even when they introduced Andrew Garfield, like it's like, oh shit, this is this should have been your um, Sam Wilson calling Captain America. Oh shit, this is monumental, and then they they turned it into a joke. And I'm like, made, made, they made it memeable. They wanted you to be able to meme it. Yeah, and then and then it's like, and that that bothered me. Like it's like you you could have done so much with this moment. Because you know you tried to you tried and failed horribly to to pretend that you know these other Spider Mans weren't going to show up, which comes just tells you, you bring the villains the the heroes come too. Like that was I don't I don't know why that was like you should have kept this all under wraps. You should have shot this like you shot Infinity War and Endgame to the point where not even the actors knew what, what how the movie was going to play out. Pretty much. So that bothered, and then again, like I tell you, the whole plot of like. Well, I need this person to remember I'm Spider-Man. This person to remember I'm Spider-Man. This, you're 23. You've been through space. You flipped. You fought aliens. Show some maturation in your in, like like from from the last movie when it's kind of like when Mysterio was kicking your ass and then you got on the, the plane and you you start Tony Stark and shit. Like show that maturation. It seemed like you regressed. <laughs> Trying to go to MIT with that mindset Hit again? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying like, 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 I, like, I'm like you. I'm not the hugest Tom Holland fan, but the the Spider Man of the last movie was way more mature than this Spider Man. He was, he was, uh, he was, he was just cooler too. Like, and and I and I can really, I can see when he was going through pain. Like, I knew, I knew that Gwen Stacy moment fucked him up. You know, like he he it. There wasn't a joke all the fucking time. Like as cringy as Tobey Maguire might have been, when Tobey Maguire went through some real shit, you you was like, oh this nigga he hurting, he hurting when he when he when he donned that black suit, he was hurting, he was hurting. Yeah. I don't I don't, he, he, I don't he, he feel that. And and that's why Andrew Garfield is my favorite Spider Man because I gravitate towards the Amazing Spider Man TV show and comic series more. Yeah. 
And that was a reflection of Peter being in high school. And Andrew Garfield gave me that high school kind of, I'm kind of cool, but not really cool. And, and I got all these other shit going on that a high schooler has going on. I always felt like Tom Holland was like a junior high Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Man, he, he feel younger than Miles Morales. Because, I mean... He feels younger than Miles. Yeah. And, I mean, when we when it when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, Miles Morales is the best Spider-Man right now, hands down. When it comes down to how he was depicted, even if you want to even look at it from a pandering perspective, like, they just got Miles Morales right. Like, they just got him right. And I think the best way to do that was because it was animated. That's just my personal opinion. I don't think anybody watched Into the Spider-Verse and walked away mad. I think most people walked away from Into the Spider-Verse like, give me more. Like, that's just my personal opinion. And I, and, and, and I think I'm glad they're taking their time with another one. And I, and I always think when you're dealing with art, it's good to take your time. And I and I mm-hmm. think the MCU has gotten to the point where it's no longer art. Like I said, it's literally we gotta get them something. We gotta get them something. We gotta keep them. We gotta keep them fat and full. Gotta feed the beast. Like I said, man. You know, if you like it, you like it. Don't get mad at me because I don't like it. Don't try to convince me to like it. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, my interest is low. So even though when I do watch it, it's a good time. It's a good chance I'm gonna go in there with low expectations just because. To me, it's 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 all become a spectacle now, and it's not really about the art anymore. Like people are just people just want to be a part of the conversation. I think for a long time, too many people were left out of the conversation, and now that they're, they're kind of like, oh man, like did you see the Spider Man movie? I was like, yeah, I, I, I saw them all. <laughs> I've seen them all, you know, and like it's like Squid Game, bro. Like you know how long I was getting people trying to get people to watch a movie that had subtitles, bro. You know, you know how many years of my life mm-hmm. I would try to get people to watch foreign films and people would just laugh at me and ignore me. So I, I still carry that chip on my shoulder because it's just like, bro, like, I actually do that <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tried to get you to watch this unique no type of film. You say what? No my bad, I hear what you said. No respect. Oh yeah, yeah. No respect at all, dog. That shit, that shit just that shit's annoying to me, dog. And like, like I said, I I know most people only follow the popular people. That's cool. But you know, like I said, I'm I'm always I'm always feel, you know, if I try to put you on something, and that's 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 why I really don't like recommending music or movies, because I'm only gonna recommend that shit one time, and I'm not gonna check on you to see if you watched it, because I really uh, depending on who you are, I really don't give a damn. But if I know, if I feel like it's something, if I'm if I'm talking to you and I'm like, I think you would appreciate this. Like I told a lot of people to watch Midnight Mass on Netflix. I said, I, I think Midnight Mass is one of those one of those series that should get a lot more love. But I know that it's probably not just based on the fact that the right people ain't going to watch it. So it's not going to get hyped up. And that's fine. But guess what? I got to enjoy it. And this is my word of advice. When it comes to art, I think it's important. I think the only thing that is important is that you enjoy it. It's almost like if I'm sitting in a hotel room and I just happen to have this beautiful view, 
I don't have to take a picture of you and just and show the world. I'm happy knowing that I got to enjoy that view. Whether it was with whether whether I'm by myself or I'm with somebody else, it doesn't matter. As long as I got to enjoy that view and my soul got to feel that view, like that's how I feel about art. And I really feel like that's how everybody should feel about art. So whether I like it, you like it, you know, that's here, that's that's neither here nor there. Cause at the end of the day, like it's it's for me. This is my moment. This is what I enjoy. It's just unfortunate, I guess, because you might like something and then it gets canceled. <laughs> you know, like you, <laughs> you might like a show that bitch get canceled after two seasons. You're like, damn. A lot of people, a lot of people have that mindset, like, damn, you know, I guess I gotta hype it up. That way they keep putting out more seasons. But the reality is, I think some of the greatest things are very limited. And I'm I'm very happy with that. Like, I don't need a lot of something. That's why Andre is one of my favorite rappers. Because at the end of the day, like Andre has a lot of content out there, but he doesn't have a lot of albums. And I think that that's great. Mm-hmm. His, his limited amount of material, it's still great art. Doesn't change the fact that it's great art. And I think, to this day, I'm always going to say this. I like Drake. I don't hate Drake. But I think his abundance of music is why I think that, at times, he's trash. I'm like, bro, you're putting out way too much music. I'm hearing you way too much. You, you've you oversaturated the market to the point of, of no return. And I And that's how I view him now. Just his music is fast well, food. When, when was the last time Adele was out? What, five years ago? Six years ago? The last album was it 25 or something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Recall, she, she, like, she, has, she, has, she has 19, 21, 25, and 30. Yeah, so five years. Nothing. Not a feature. Nothing. When you that person, you that person. Straight up. They're not ready for it, damn man. They're not ready. I don't, I don't even. I don't, like I said, I don't want to even talk about music on here, bro. I ain't, I don't want to talk about music on here. Like I don't, I don't. Respect. Look, this is this is not a music podcast. Look, I don't do Spotify, the Spotify wrap ups and shit, man. But yeah, you know, if I did, you would be ready for that shit, man. Like I, I no, bro. Like don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Like I'm good. You listen to your music, I'm gonna listen to mine. What you got, Jay? My words of advice for the end of this year is thoughts without actions are dead. You can't telekinetically wish things to happen into your life. There's a certain aspect about thinking things and carrying out actions that make things happen in your life. So to just sit there and think that somebody's going to come knock on your door with a great job, just sit there and think that the person that your quote unquote soulmate is just going to come find you without there being any actions on your behalf is absolutely asinine. Get off your fat fucking ass and do something. Let me add to that. Get off your fat, stupid ass. Get off TikTok and do something with your life. You're over 30 years old, and that shit is fucking pathetic. Leave that shit to kids. Man, TikTok was a mistake. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I'm I mean, the TikTok. majority of social media is a, is a mistake, but now, yeah, t- that's neither here nor TikTok there. specifically is, 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 is generated to where you think you're way more famous than you are. 
because the market for TikTok is a lot larger. So it's easier for you to go quote unquote viral on TikTok. And that amount, that dopamine hit is very addictive when you wake up one day and you have a thousand views on the video. Dog, get a fucking job. <laughs> Just get a fucking job. Do you understand that there's more jobs available outright? Like right now, there are more jobs available in the U.S. than there are people to employ. This is a fact. But guess what? You want to be a TikTok content creator and you want to live with your, in your mom's basement or some shit. Like, get out, be a productive fucking human being, do something with your life. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, that shit is not the answer. Y'all are not actors. Y'all are not, y'all are not, a lot of y'all are not even that creative. Y'all are just copy and paste unoriginal buffoons. And I feel sorry. For, no, I don't feel sorry for any of you. I don't. I don't feel sorry for any of you. I do feel sorry for you if you don't rate and subscribe <laughs> on Apple Podcast. <laughs> Leave a comment on SoundCloud. Uh, I don't know what you do on Spotify, but whatever it is you do on Spotify, you can go do that. I'm pretty sure Google Podcast or Google Play is pretty much irrelevant at this point, but if that's what you're forced to use and you have access to it, go for it. Um, this may be the last episode of the year, so once again, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. You know, um, I know some of y'all out there may not have the loved ones in your in your uh, reach that you would want to have around you but guess what you know you can still make other people happy it's not always it's not always just about you like this is definitely a time of the year where you can be selfless as selfish as you may be the other three three uh three quarters of the year but anyway um as always i enjoy doing this podcast with tracksuit habito um i know we may rub people the wrong way with some of the things that we may we say um i don't care but that's fine because hey, that's life. Uh, that's that's freedom of speech. Matter of fact, like like I I have the right to offend you. You have the right to offend me, and and I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm not gonna hog the mic anymore because I want to make sure Jay says his piece, although he said his words of advice. But as always, thank you and you're welcome. You got something to say, Javito? Hey man, and if y'all been rolling with us this long consistently through the ups and downs and everything. Um, just thank you, man. Really, just thank you. I know, I know some episodes are are, are mind blowing. I know some episodes you you skip and just don't listen to. But hey, if you whether you listen to the episodes or you check it out the page or or you you're, you're required requesting that we do IG lives, like just that, just we do this one because we like it. But two, the 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 feedback and the interactions that we get from y'all. The ones that that's really truly listening is like, hey man, y'all said something about this and this was wrong, or y'all got me messed up about this topic, or y'all should talk about this. We appreciate that, honestly. If it, if it's one person every week just talking to us, I put this out for the, just that one one person. Straight up, straight up, because we're not that we're not we're not Disney, we're not Marvel. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying, but for sure, man. Don't wait. Don't wait for New Year to start your your resolution shits and stuff. Just whatever you need to start doing, do that shit now. And um, yeah. With that being said, 
This has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?